in the process of meditation. is that of realizing our real self. Because most of the day we live behind a mask of a false self that defends us against either real or imagined attacks or deceptions or difficulties in life, negative projections and rejections and all of our fears and anxieties projected out into the world. And because we are doing that, our energy is dissipated. And we get exhausted, burned out. We lose ourselves. And so when we come to meditate, we come to refine ourselves, to pull our energies back inward to our center be balanced and to regain the wholeness that we had lost during our time in the false self until eventually we don't ever leave the real self because we understand that there is no need to do that but we are trained early in life to wear this mask and pretend it is our real self and we have uh, accepted it for so long that we no longer even realize it's a mask and we think it is all there is and there's nothing else behind it. So there's the terror of taking it off and not knowing who we are because our conscious mind has forgotten. But the real self never forgets. The real self always knows and is free of falseness, free of fear, free of desire, free of any of the pathologies of the false ego. And because we don't have to create a real self, it's already there. And just by knowing that the ego is false, we can detach from it and experience our liberation now. It doesn't have to be a struggle. The ego itself creates the narrative, oh, this is hard, this will take years, lifetimes. But that's the ego's own anxiety against achieving liberation. You mustn't believe that narrative. There's no truth to that. This is the easiest thing in the world. What could be easier than realizing who you are? But it becomes easier if we use all of our powers of selfhood to achieve liberation, not just one or two. And so I suggest that in the meditation tonight, we combine love and will and knowledge in our meditative process. If there is love, for God, or for the real self, or the source, or the supreme reality, or your beingness, however you want to language it to yourself, that which is the ultimate perceiver of your world, of your consciousness, the deepest innermost sense of selfhood. If you have love for that, 
then that love will bring you to your center. And the more intense that love is, the more devoted you are, the more intense desire there is to reach liberation and to know God directly as yourself, then the easier and quicker that path is. But also use your will. When there is resistance, use the willpower. There's a margin of free will that can overcome the fear and bring you there more quickly. Use your will. Some people use only will when they're meditating and then it's a real fight against the resistance. But if the will and the love are combined, then it's an easier way. But if you also include knowledge, which is the supreme knowledge, that all is one. We are all created by a supreme intelligence. This is a system, this world. Even the naturalists know that. Even the biologists and the quantum physicists know that we're all interconnected. Yogis should certainly know it. But if we're connected and if we are one, it must be that we are one as consciousness. Because there cannot be oneness outside of consciousness. Otherwise you have two billiard balls crashing or fleeing, but you don't have oneness. So our oneness must be the oneness of a single whole consciousness that contains the universe. Once you have that knowledge, then it's very easy. Combined with love for that supreme intelligence and the will to achieve liberation from the illusion of separateness and disconnection and the knowledge that you are that already will bring you very quickly into the state of inner silence and peace and stability as the supreme perceiver. And so use all three. And if you don't have that knowledge yet, then use faith. And if there isn't faith, have interest in discovering the truth. This is where Ramana's methodology comes in. He said, you don't need to have any belief. Just ask the question, who am I? Who is the ultimate self that is perceiving the universe? That's all. If you have enough curiosity to discover the truth, like a scientist would, you will get there. So you don't need to believe anything. You don't need to have any religious creed about this. Just have an interest in discovering the truth of your being. But to discover the truth of who you are, you have to let go of the representation of who you are. And Ramana makes a distinction between the real I and the I thought. If you're dwelling at the level of thought, which is a representation of the self, the I that appears in language, in any language, whether it's yo or ich or je, doesn't matter, but any signifier for I is already alienated from the real I that is projecting itself into language. 
And because we're addicted to language, to thinking, we never find out who is thinking. We are simply trapped in the thoughts which are already containing the false assumptions about who we are, the false self-images and self-concepts that were imposed on us in childhood and that we complied with. You're like your Uncle Joe. Ah, okay, I'll take on all those qualities. You know, you're like this person, you're like that. Don't be a brat, you're being bad. All of these signifiers that we get in childhood, they stick to us. And then we start acting out the role that our family tells us that we are. And fighting it, but being trapped in it. And so all the fears, the anxieties, the desires, the pathologies come from accepting a role that was ready-made and handed to you in childhood. And whether you were the scapegoat who could do no good or you were the favorite child who could do no wrong, you're still trapped. Neither are true. Whether your handcuffs are made of iron or made of gold, they're still handcuffs. And so you have to break free of the self-images you got in childhood to discover who you really are. And then you will discover that what you are is not even the body. What you are is eternal. And that everything outside of consciousness is a myth, including space and time and history and all of the narratives we have about reality. If you go deep enough, you will see that none of that is ultimately real. And then you'll experience the freedom of being the unborn self, unconditioned, unlimited, and unaffected by projections of others, and completely fearless. And once you have realized that and gained access to that level of yourself, you'll never come back into the ego, because you wouldn't want to lose the peace and the empowerment and the joy that comes from knowing who you really are. And so then just sit and be. When you reach that and you realize it, you'll feel the energy. Be that. The Shakti will flow. The energy that flows from the source then will move through you. It will fill you. It will fill your mind and your body. And you will stay connected until you completely immerse yourself in the source. So there's nothing to do but be. And in that state, you'll be able to live your life with grace, with wisdom, with clarity, with real meaning and purpose, and with real love. And be a blessing to the world and help others to realize their godhood as well. This is a time in which people are crying out for truth, for love, for light, for wisdom, for integrity. And the more of us who can be lights to the world and live in that state, the more we can help the whole world face the unprecedented challenges that we now face climate change, social, political, financial breakdown on a world scale, all of these crises can only be overcome through a spiritual approach 
through the transformation of our own identity and the re-empowerment of our being. It's not about converting someone or convincing someone, but be that and they will feel your energy field and they will gain power from your presence that is fearless and unshakable in the midst of a changing world that is completely confused and completely without any foundation anymore because people have lost touch with what used to be called the rock of ages but they're now building their lives not on that rock but on the sand that gets eroded in every hurricane and puts people underwater. So build your life on the rock. Realize you are that rock and you will be able to bring many others to safety.